Top Shelf from the Rat Pack Productions, where we discuss food, spirits, and all the other things that make life worth living. We are your hosts, I am Adam, and that's the community manager for Yelp in LA, Katie. Hey. Today we are recording from Love Bake Wings in Melrose. Love Bake Wings is proving that caring for the environment does not mean you can't prepare quality items that will pass any taste test. Joining us today is one of the founders behind Love Bake Wings, Mike. Hi. Hey, Mike. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me at my uh, restaurant. At your restaurant, yes. Yeah. Thanks. Yes, very nice. Very nice establishment. Uh, we, had, we had some food. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But uh, how long have you been here? We just hit eight months. Eight happy months on Mad Melrose Boulevard. Okay. Mm. What, what has been some of the challenges working on Melrose here? Well, <laughs> where do I start with Melrose? Uh, the city, of course, didn't make anything easy for us, opening a small fast food restaurant. Um, but Melrose has a really diverse array of people. Um, there's some houses in the neighborhood that you know look after some people in less fortunate situations. Uh, they're quite colorful in their uh, daily happenings, and <laughs> okay. quite often they find themselves wandering into our store, which is just fine. We're always happy to give them a glass of water, but sometimes their little episodes can I you know, cause a little disruption. That can be a challenge, but we, you know, like I said, we treat them just fine and give them a glass of water and send them on their way. Okay. Offers good people watching. That's yeah, fair to say. We look after the community, <laughs> right. which they are part. Of course. Now, what was, what was the journey? Where, where did you start? What's your background? I uh, so I I born in New Zealand in Christchurch, which is a city in the middle of the South Island. It's now a fatally earthquake-stricken city. Unfortunately, oh. the whole city was leveled in 2011. Oh, wow. Um, but we'll move on from that. <laughs> I, I grew up on a, a poultry and produce farm. Okay. And so basically I grew up around produce and chickens. And uh, yeah, so everything that we ate came from the farm. We sold all the produce from the farm. That was, that was my upbringing. Uh, cut to my cooking career, which started after I finished business school. And yeah, went into fine dining restaurants, worked in eight of the top ten restaurants in New Zealand. Oh, nice. And then uh, over to England, started working on tour with artists, cooking for the whole crew. Uh, the first tour I did was the Beyonce World Tour, I forget the name of it, I think it was the I Am Tour in 2007. Wow. And then they picked me up as their private chef on that tour because I was the newbie. I had to do the after show food okay. uh, for the artist, which meant staying a lot later. And um, Sounds was, horrible. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> um, but, you know, because the old schoolers, didn't, they were over it, you know. They, they've been doing it. They're they not impressed by anything. Yeah, exactly. So it was time for the young guy to do the hard yards. And um, by the end of the tour, I didn't work for that company anymore. It sort of been stolen and jumped ship. So it was, I, I mean, it was, it was a really fortunate situation. Right place, right time, and obviously right food, I hope. Um, okay. Yeah, and then I basically I stayed with Beyonce for a couple of years after that before her husband picked me up as well so I used to go backwards and forwards from Beyonce to Jay-Z's tour oh wow um, following them around the world and cooking and uh, yeah that was that leads us up to about 2012 when I started oh on, I mean this basically this concept got developed on the road with them we okay. looking at fun alternatives sorry like healthy alternatives to fast food you know for things like when Super Bowl was on and then everybody didn't want deep fried food so I started playing around with healthy fast food recipes okay. baking as opposed to frying hmm. and this particular wing recipe the, uh, what we now call the LBW infamous flavour was the one that was on the road it's a really unique mix of spices and has a dry finish rather than a wet saucy finish and that was the one that everybody just kept talking about and so I, you know during the course of 
my years touring, I'd go through anything between 10 and 110 pounds of wings a day, depending on how many guests we had. Wow. Um, yeah, the word got out. A lot of their friends and um, other artists would pop in and get wings from me at stages and, and shows. And uh, a lot of people said, you've got to do something about this. So I did. All right. Yeah. And then we did the rest of the menu to go with it. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. So that's interesting. They just got started on tour. Yep. As kind of just like for the, for the crew, getting them satiated with, with the wings. That's no, no. So the wings started once I've become her personal chef. Oh, okay. Um, I started on tour cooking for the crew with some really, really great other caterers. Um, just tra- like you basically look after the sound guys, the carpenters, the audio techs, you know, just all the different people on tour. And then from there went into just cooking for the artist, uh, which was Beyonce at the time. And then uh, this wing recipe came about. Okay. Yeah. Very just cool. from just from just from cooking around and playing around with different ovens and fan speeds and things, and everyone was like, "Wow, these wings are great!" And I was like, "Yeah," and they're baked, and they're like, "No," right? And so that was sort of how it became a thing. They're like baked, and so the word "baked" became like the the thing. Mike's baked wings, right? Because yeah. it, it's, it's much healthier to bake them than it is to dip them in a, a bunch of oils and. <laughs> I you know I I tried I tried to push this catchphrase. It's, there's more loving in an oven. Okay, because you know. <laughs> But it just, it was just, it's too corny. We got our own now. Now we say baked, not fried, because we love you. It's just a little more, it's a little nicer. But when you bake something, it does require a certain level of skill as opposed to throwing it into a vat of hot oil, like you said, which can make anything taste good. Right. Um, the deep frying Twinkies and donuts and exactly. uh, like bacon sandwich donut Twinkies at the exactly. fairs. Like, well, yeah, of course it's going to taste good. Yeah, um, but it's not sustainable food. Um, right. you know, it's not sustainable for the environment with the amount of oil you use, but it's also not sustainable as far as you can't eat that every day. It's too rich. And, you know, people's health problems are obviously a ripe, ripe. Oh, that's the oven. Um, <laughs> people's health concerns are, are, especially in America, and obesity is exactly where it is now. We don't need to talk about that too long. So we're not trying to perpetuate the image that wings are suddenly a health food item. They're right. not. They're a delicious item. But when treated right, they're not as bad for you. Right. Uh, our potato fries, which are our baked wedges, are you know like fifty percent of the calories as a deep fried potato so it's chip. Kind of like as if a you deep have, fried fry. If okay. you have the craving, hmm. that's totally fine. You should succumb to it, but you can succumb to it in a very healthy, you in can. a healthier and way. And you can make a conscious choice with the ingredients that you're eating as well. You know, our, our chickens are raised in a cage-free environment. They're non-GMO, pasture-fed chickens, uh, completely antibiotic-free, which is the one you need to look out for with food. If somebody says natural chicken, that means one thing, but antibiotic-free suggests, well, it basically means that it has, the chickens have to be raised in an environment conducive to happy, healthy living. Right, and what made you want to go in that direction versus just regular chickens? Is uh, your background in New Zealand? Yeah, so, this, I mean, I don't want to bag on America's farming practices, but there's some bad practices here happening, and... Um, Lots. I mean, you, you only have to look around on YouTube and the, the conditions that some chickens are being raised in, and it's just it's not okay. So this is one way to make sure that I could stand behind, proudly stand behind the produce that I'm serving and the, the poultry that I'm serving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I care. I mean, I did. I grew up on a poultry farm, so I saw exactly what it was like, and I don't want to ever put myself behind anything that I don't believe in myself. Okay. I wouldn't serve you something I wouldn't eat myself. Right. And, and as the chef that trained me said, never serve anything you wouldn't give to your mom. So ah. Nice. Okay, now there's a lot of things that, besides just the, the, the cage-free and everything, that's kind of, you're very aware of the environment, trying to be, be good for it. Uh, it the, the stuff that you use, uh, that you serve in, it's all, uh, it's uh, disposable 
earth-friendly compost, recyclable. Mm-hmm. So this is something that you, you, t- you take a lot of effort in going after to make sure that you're kind of just overall looking after the environment. Yeah, I mean, again, being from New Zealand, I grew up a lot more conscious, it, it, privileged with conscious parents as well, you know, and the restaurant industry, especially the fast food industry, is full of plastics and styrofoams and things that are just not going to go away. You know, they're going to be here for generations to come. By using biodegradable products, uh, the cutlery that we serve is made from uh, reused potato skins. Um, and when we can't get that, we use the ones made from the corn, uh, from the, the cane, uh, cane sugar husks. So, okay. Yeah. Um, the oils we use are completely non genetically modified, they are sustainably grown. We ju- we basically focus on ingredients that are produced in such a way that it is sustainable. So, yeah, try okay. and make a, le- a like a smaller footprint than anybody else. Right. Mm. And as, as far as the food that you make, also you got a lot of vegetarian and vegan options as well. Yeah. So we didn't want to isolate the wing, basically wing lovers. We didn't want to isolate their vegan and vegetarian friends because quite often, if people say, "Oh, we're going out for a wing night," that typically leaves the vegetarians and vegans eating French fries. Right. So oh, the celery and blue cheese. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, I came up with chickpea wings, which is basically uh, a batter that we make from a non-GMO chickpea flour. Okay. And then we shape it into these cute little drumstick shapes and season it any way that they want, just like they were chicken wings. Um, That's amazing. And then. Yeah, to top that off, we, we made the menu almost entirely gluten-free by producing our own gluten-free flour. Um, yeah, and all our batterings and everything is done with gluten-free flour that we make in-house. The bread and the croutons from the bread are the only two things gluten-containing on the menu. Okay. Yeah. And you have carrot fries, which are, are pretty unique. How did you feel about them? Oh, I love them just because I enjoy the fact that, number one, they're carrots. Number two, they're not like French fries. They're not overly like, you know, kind of oh, I'm eating starchy, carby <laughs> things that I get to dip in these amazing sauces. But I, I love the fact that you guys offered carrot fries, and I think it's really unique to love baked wings. Yeah, I, I was pretty happy that that came about. I mean, we basically played around with baking all sorts of vegetables, and um, the ones that everybody on my little panel like decided was the best, everybody favorited the carrot fries. And the sweet potato fries just didn't come out as, as crispy as we wanted them to baked. Uh, because they have a higher water content, and plus that's just it's done. Yeah, you know, you can't compete with the fried version of something. People are like, oh, you know, we had somebody say, oh, have you ever thought about just deep frying? I'm like, yeah, all the time. <laughs> it would be, my life would be easier. I wouldn't need chefs in this restaurant if we just deep fried everything. Right. But the carrot fries are like so comparable to a sweet potato fry, but carroty. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I was very surprised with that because I never would have even thought that that would be an option. And then, like, wow, this, it, tastes, it tastes really good. And I was like, this, I need more carrots in my life, it turns out. There you go. Yeah. Night vision. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, it's nice. It's a nice, it's a nice twist on the classic. Like, as you mentioned, you know, wings are usually served with celery sticks and carrot sticks. So you just kind of did yeah. a baked version of that, which I think is really nice. Um, and another t- twist on a classic that you do is your red pepper ketchup. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a little bit about that. So... I love ketchup. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> it has been a staple and there of my is, job. And there is ketchup here. We do You're have not ketchup, a father's office. You but, won't throw, you know, I don't know, people if, out if they ask for ketchup. If you do want ketchup, you've got to go to the fridge. The reason being the ketchup we use is corn syrup-free, preservative-free, organic ketchup. So feel better about that. But the red pepper ketchup is just an alternative. It's a much lower sugar alternative. Uh, it's also just a completely different flavor. It's made from, like, uh, piquillo peppers, which are like a a pointy Spanish bell pepper. It's not really spicy. It's just, it serves exactly the same function as ketchup. It just tastes different. It's more grown up. 
Right. Yeah. And okay. he said has like the equivalent of like the equivalent of like eight oranges in terms yeah, ex- of vitamin C. So sixteen oranges. Exactly. Like the the cap the capsaicin family has a really really high vitamin C concept uh, content, and so by when you cook it, vitamin C doesn't get affected. And then you've also got all of the released antioxidants from the red bell peppers as well. So it's a more nutritious version. Okay. Yeah, and uh, we were talking a little about this. Well, maybe we should just talk about more of the sauces. There's a bunch of other sauces that we also had. That uh, You have this ranch sauce. It's a little bit different than the typical ranch mm-hmm. uh, because you make it with buttermilk, you said? So it's more like a grandma's ranch recipe, okay. except we sort of threw in the Cali twist of the jalapenos, which we de-seed so that it's not really spicy. But I love the flavor of jalapenos and everything. And we wanted to funk it up a little bit. So it is, it's a buttermilk-based ranch, so it's not full of like mayonnaise and everything else. There is a little bit of oils and things to bind it. But... Um, we basically wanted to make every single one of our sauces and seasonings in-house from scratch. Okay. So, yeah. If you like Hidden Valley, this isn't that kind of run. <laughs> but you will like this. Right. Now, that's true for most of the things. In fact, is everything here that's made from scratch in-house? Every single thing, yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, the, the blue cheese, I, well, I, I'd love to make some blue cheese uh, mm-hmm. in any way I can get it. And this, this was no exception to it. Uh, you got the sweet chili cream, sweet chili sour cream as well. Yeah, so that's a play on a New Zealand kind of way of serving potato wedges. And New Zealand potato wedges are really big, and we love dousing them in sweet chili sauce and then sour cream and then chopped green onions and okay. then sometimes bacon bits. And it's just like, I, I can't, I'm not going to provide any logic for why that is, but it's just delicious. And we wanted to serve the wedges like that as an option, but it was just, it's too complicated and people couldn't get their heads around it. So we thought, why don't we just try and make one compound sauce out of that? And it's now become this whole thing, especially with the people who work up and down the street, like from Floyd's, from the sneaker store. They come down just gout, like guzzling the stuff down. Okay. Yeah. They all love it. They call it crack sauce. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Very good. So w- the way that you, I mean, designed it, is that essentially a sauce that's strictly supposed to go with the potato wedges? Or could you get creative and dip your carrot fries in there or even your drumstick? It's definitely like designed for the carrot fries and the, and the potato wedges. It tastes good on the wings, mm-hmm. but I'm a blue cheese guy. Got it. Yeah, all right. Very good. Now, another thing that uh, I I didn't try too much because I was just uh, I guess scared. Uh, the, <laughs> the the ghost pepper. That's I, I'm not a huge fan of spice. So I wanted to be like, oh, let me just dip my toe in a little bit, and uh, it, it, it seemed fine. I, I feel like I had your, more. Did you really dip your toe in it? I, no. <laughs> no. I was like, I miss that. <laughs> no, because I can't get my toe in my mouth. I'm not that flexible, so that wouldn't have worked so well. What did you dip? What did you dip in? I, it? I, I did the uh, the carrots. Uh, I put a little, just a little bit at the tip just to get the taste, and I enjoyed the taste, uh, but if, I feel like if I had gone more, I might, my face it's, might have fallen we off. We are definitely priding ourselves on the heat that we've got out of this recipe now. We've played around a lot with different seasonal peppers. The ghost peppers are, that we're getting now are fantastically hot, and we make a combination. So the sauce, we actually make two different hot sauces to make this. We make one raw, and then we make one roasted. And then we combine the two because you want you all mm. the different levels of flavor. So this is not just a hot sauce to burn the heck out of you. Right. Like this is a hot sauce that has a lot of flavor. And we've got people saying it's definitely the hottest sauce that they've had. Okay. So, but unlike a lot of ghost sauces, which just taste like they're going to burn you, but they don't really have a flavor, this one, we have addicts from all around the neighborhood again, like the crack sauce. Yes. <laughs> coming, down, coming down for the ghost peppers sauce. So... Yeah, yeah. That was the thing because I, I didn't have enough to get to like to burn my mouth. I just I had enough to do where I could taste it, which was which was fine for me. Just enough for you. Yeah, yeah but that yeah. was like the pinhead, right? Yeah, it's like because I, I can't really do the spice. I'm I'm a very horrible Hispanic in that way, where I just I I, I, get, I start sweating and I just yeah, it, it's, it's, it's not. It's not <laughs> then I'm distracted by uh, people are staring at me sweating instead of oh this tastes good. So not first date food for you, right? No, not at all. <laughs> Now another thing we were talking about. Uh, this is something that uh, I just I just learned about. Uh, 
the difference between drumsticks and drum drumlets? Drumettes. Drumettes. Yeah, so it's caused a little bit of a confusion initially, which we seem to be over now fantastically based on our loyalty of customers, but uh, drumettes being one part of the chicken wing. There's okay. the flat and the drumette, and the combination of them make up a wing, and the funny little piece on the end that nobody really likes. Okay. Um, and then drumsticks, of course, being from the leg, uh, the bigger version, and the reason we wanted to offer them, because it's like a great, you could treat it just like a chicken wing, you can have buffalo on it, you can have whatever you want on it, um, but it's got a lot more protein in it, a lot more meat, it's less hard work, and it's actually a lower fat option than a chicken wing as well. Okay. Yeah. They're so got, huge. They, they're, they're big. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's for the... the you know, we have all the guys from the CrossFit class come down after, they come in at about 10 at night, eat a couple of pounds of drumsticks straight, and that's it. But it is, and you can nice. pull the skin off it, no problem at all, and it's just delicious protein because we use such a good quality chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I prefer the drumsticks because it is, it's, well, it's less work, mm-hmm. uh, more meat, which I'm, I'm a fan of. Uh, or either that or I go with the boneless route because then uh, you just pop it in your mouth and you're, and you're done with. But the, the whole spending too much time on one thing is it just. I get, the only thing I'll do that with really is pistachios. <laughs> that I'll, that I'll work a lot for pistachio because I like I, I like the but way that that tastes. But if you ever sit down to a bowl of pistachios instead of a meal, there's something wrong. Right? No. Yeah. yeah. It'll, t- it'll take me all day to have a meal. That way. But uh, yeah. So that's, that was interesting. I, I didn't know there was a difference between all the, the drumsticks and everything. I assumed it was all just kind of like, oh, this is a small drumstick. This is a large drumstick. Yeah. Well, now you know. So right. you even you denote arms. you even denote on your menu that they're big. Like we do. These yeah. Things, we, we you're not joking around with the drumsticks. It was a, yeah. Like I said, right at the start, before we put that on the menu, there's a little bit of confusion. Sometimes people will get drumsticks and be like, oh, these are really big. I'm like, yeah, the drumstick. <laughs> but now we put big drumsticks, and everybody knows what we're talking about. So yeah, okay. it seems to have solved that problem. And speaking of the drumsticks, we had a couple. We tried the uh, Burning Jerk, mm-hmm. which doesn't look like it's going to be very hot, but indeed has a little kick to it. Mm-hmm. And I personally really enjoy that, and I've been here many times, and I haven't tried that flavor. Wow. So I am excited to come back to try more. Uh, we also had the Spicy Barbecue in the Boneless version, mm-hmm. which is a good alternative if you don't want to you know, do the work for mm-hmm. your chicken. Um, and we had the sesame ginger, which Adam said was his favorite. Absolutely, that was that was my favorite. The burning jerk was also very good. The the, the taste right off the bat was was really good, and the spice kind of crept in a little bit. But again, it wasn't overpowering to the fact that I was like distracted by the, the spiciness. It was just it was overall good flavor. But but it was the the ginger that just that that took over my entire like good. very distracting. I mean, we wanted to cover the basis of the globe as far as the flavors are concerned. That's why so. We've got burning jerk, which is primarily a Jamaican-style flavor. We made it a little bit hotter to mm-hmm. cover it because we wanted that really bold, hot flavor. We've done, we've gone back and done a traditional buffalo. We've been open for eight months and only just started serving it because I wanted our regular customers to get used to all the other flavors first. Now people, now that we're serving a buffalo that we've we make from scratch again, but we've designed it to cling on to baked wings as opposed to fried wings. Um, and then there's the infamous, which I spoke about, um, and then. You know, we did uh, garlic parmesan rosemary, which is more of an Italian finish, or Mediterranean, if you want to go that way. The sesame ginger, which is definitely more Chinese. Right. Um, and the ranch rub, which is a classically American play <laughs> on, uh, like, a ranch Dorito. Yeah. I wanted to make that flavor, but we wanted to do it without MSG and any chemicals, so we came up with that flavor. Yeah, so that, that was a dry rub. So that yep. was just the, the, the powder on top. Mm-hmm. Not, not, like, just doused in ranch. Nope. Yeah, so that, that was also very nice. And you can, you can double down with ranch. You can get a ranch rub wing and yeah. dip it in ranch. Oh, I did. I yeah, definitely ranch did that. squid. Yeah. That sounds very American. Yeah. <laughs> How do I get more ranch on yeah. my ranch? Right. <laughs> so how often does, does the menu change? I mean, we, so every month we have a flavor of the month, which okay. is something that I do to keep me happy. I'm a chef and I need to stay somewhat creative. So we've done things like 
um, we did a, a fun, what we called the Funky Buddha, which was a really, really classic Thai okay. mix. Uh, it's based on a Nanjim sauce, so it's a mixture of holy basil, uh, Thai mint, fish sauce, uh, what else we got? Uh, thai bird's eye chilies, cilantro, uh, palm sugar, lime. It's a lot of ingredients, garlic, and that, that was a really, really delicious flavor. The, one of the most popular was the, um, the maple, ba- maple bacon flavor. Oh, okay. Is, so we crisp up the bacon and then basically boil it down with some maple syrup and then toss the wings in a tiny, tiny bit of Tabasco butter and then hit it with the, dried ba- uh, with the crispy bacon and the maple reduction. And um, we actually served that as a weekend special with some gluten-free waffles, just for fun. Oh. So there's your chicken and waffles right there. All right. Yeah. And good. this could be a top-shelf exclusive. You did just mention earlier that you might start doing that on more weekends. Yeah, we're looking to... I want to play around with things that appeal to people, the, the pre-2 2 p.m. crowd, yeah. you know, the brunch crowd. So, yeah, we're, we're starting to play around with some things like that, and they, you may see them resurfacing for weekends only. Okay. Now, the, as far as the sides go, we, we had the wedges and we had the uh, the, the carrots. So is there anything else that you like to serve that does well? I mean, I could talk about... So the, the arugula salad is just a great across-the-board salad. It sort of hits every boundary. But we actually... So instead of doing like a typical Caesar or anything like that, I wanted to cover the California kale lovers market. Okay. Um, so we've done... It's basically a straight lemon vinaigrette. There's lemon, olive oil, a tiny bit of mustard... Um, and we made a vinaigrette out of that and that goes on a mix of kale and romaine and we still serve it with croutons and parmesan and if you're vegan you can or gluten free you can have it either without the croutons or you can have it with our vegan parmesan that we make which is made from pecans and nutritional yeast okay yeah and we also had the, uh, the the pickled cucumbers which are not pickled for very long no it's like a Japanese style pickle so it's a one hour pickle uh, we wanted to have something refreshing that would be an alternative to carrots and celery sticks. I just personally didn't want to do the carrots and celery sticks. Trying to keep ourselves slightly removed from the commercial wing shop. Right, absolutely. Um, yeah, and th- th- it turns out that they've been a really, really, really popular menu item. We get people eating them by the ton. They're also nutritious as well. It's a cucumber. <laughs> okay. And then for those with a sweet tooth, since you guys do make your own gluten-free flour, you decided to create some delicious cookies yeah, to offer. Yeah, so we just put them on the menu, uh, $2 for three cookies, and we're doing, yeah, again, they're made from our gluten-free flour, so all of you gluten-free food lovers, come down and try a gluten-free cookie. Uh, we're doing a salt caramel pecan cookie, a snickerdoodle cookie, and a chocolate chip cookie. It's a bag of the three mixed for $2. Perfect. And then, uh, speaking of sweet tooths, you guys do have not the traditional soda fountain, but an all-natural cane soda Mm -hmm. fountain? So, we wanted to go with, I mean, we have a no-high-fructose corn syrup policy, uh, as in with our ketchup, which is where it's commonly found in, especially in sodas. So, we went with a company that produces an all-natural, completely corn syrup-free and fair trade, sustainable cane sugar soda. And people love it. And it's more flavor, it's less... I mean, it's lower in the glycemic index. It's still sugar. It's, soda is never going to be good for you. Yeah. But at least this is less bad for you. Again, you know, one of those things yeah. where if you're going to have the craving, exactly. totally fine. You can succumb to it, but here... Yeah, you know you're doing yourself like not such an injustice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, uh, wings, I, I think, are pretty synonymous with the, uh, the football season. We talked about this a little bit. When the football season comes around, is that, that, is that a very busy time for you? I mean, games, definitely we put a schedule up for the games so that the staff know every night there's a game night about two hours beforehand and until the game's over, we're going to be busy. So we need to, you know, we staff up and be ready for it. Um, 
we definitely like over Super Bowl season we were doing big party platters to a lot of houses and here people bringing in like and going oh my gosh I got to cook wings or whatever we were doing party trays to a lot of people especially in this neighborhood and even out as far as Santa Monica oh wow um, so you could just have a party tray of wings turn up for football uh, the only thing we suggested is that people call the order in at least a day before so that we can schedule them out you know because right. you got to understand like. Our last Super Bowl, which is our first Super Bowl, we'd been open for three months and we did a week's worth of wings in one day. Wow. And we intend on doing twice as much this Super Bowl, so. <laughs> Fantastic. And you guys do have a cute little shop on the corner of Melrose and what street Fuller. is this? Oh, and Culver. Uh, and it has a cute little hand-washing station and a, and a lovely little takeout window if you don't want to, you know, I don't know, if, so, if it's really busy in here and there's just nowhere to sit. Also, but I, oh, ooh, go sorry. ahead. Also, that takeout window is going to perform a function as we go into a late-night menu. Love well, it. Not a late-night menu, but a late-night service. Um, for, you know, like the after-bar crowd and everything, we want to be able to offer them food because there's just not much around here, uh, which will just be takeout only. We'll leave the tables and chairs out the front of the restaurant. And you can come up to the takeout window, either punch the order in yourself on the iPad if you've had a bit too many drinks to actually put an order together, <laughs> or you can go through the microphone with uh, one of our friendly staff and order your food, have it delivered to you outside, and enjoy it before you go home. And how late will the takeout window be open We're in the near try future? We're going to 3 a.m.? Two thirty, three a.m. Okay. Yeah, we haven't started that yet, but we're looking to start that in the next couple of weeks. Okay. Fantastic. I love the takeout window. I think it's you know I think it's making a comeback uh, here in LA. A lot of people are doing it. Yeah. Um, but I was going to say, in addition to this cute little shop, I presume you do a lot of uh, takeout and mm. delivery. We have been doing a large number of takeout and delivery, especially around this neighborhood. Um, but then big, big catering parties as well, especially to a lot of the tech offices out in Santa Monica. A lot of them have put us on their regular schedule for they have wings on Fridays or they have wings on Wednesdays to the whole office. Um, the food grows fantastically for catering and it serves really well to a lunch crowd, especially considering that we cover every single dietary basis, vegetarian, gluten-free, vegan, whatever you need, yeah. Um, but also, that's where the drumsticks come in handy. If you want something that's going to hold really well, if you don't know when you're going to get lunch, the drumsticks is such a fantastic option for people who don't know quite when they're going to get to their food. Okay. Is that because they're larger? Yeah, they're larger and they're juicier, um, and they just they just hold so well. But that's also a healthier option. Like I said, you know, we all found that they were easy to eat. I mean, another yeah. push for the drumsticks. I feel like maybe we should have called you guys love baked drumsticks. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe that's the next store. We're just we're, we're done with drumsticks we're, only. Yeah, we we could never get rid of the wings, the humble chicken wing. All right, well, what, what is the the best seller? Is it the drumsticks, or boneless, or, or the wings? Definitely, the wings will always be our best seller. Okay. Um, and then second, the second runner up is definitely the boneless, um, okay. which is made from white meat. I think it's because. It's exactly what people want when they want a wing, but they don't want it. But we also bred it in our gluten-free flour. So we have two markets that we're sort of appealing to there is the people who cannot get a chicken strip because they're always covered in wheat flour. Mm. Uh, and then next is obviously the drumsticks and finally the vegan chicken chickpea wings. Okay. Yeah. So uh, outside of uh, Love Baked Wings, is there anything else that you're kind of getting involved in that you like to talk about? Um, how long were you on? <laughs> I know you there. were mentioning LA Kitchen before. Yes. Yeah, so um, a couple of years back, I started a, a business called the Private Chef Network with my two pa- partners, uh, Nate Romo and Craig Pincus. They're both private chefs as well here in Los Angeles. And we basically serve as a placement agency and community outreach for private chefs in Los Angeles, Miami, San Diego, San Francisco, New York, the Hamptons, and London. And we're expanding wow. as we go. We're up to 155 private chefs in uh, LA alone. 
And one of the things that we do is we get all of our private chefs involved in the community uh, with Common Threads, Food Forward, which is a food salvaging comp- uh, charity. They you know, get ingredients that weren't going to get used from farmers' markets and farms, and they bring them to organisations like the Covenant House and LA Kitchen so that they can be used to serve people in less fortunate situations. Yeah, so uh, you know, just last week I did an egg demo for the people at LA Kitchen, um, teaching students who are in you know situations um, where the you know cooking has become an option to them. They yeah. may have come from the streets or from other less desirable situations. It's kind of that, like their new beginnings. Yeah, it's a new beginnings kind of place. They go through a really intensive fifteen week program, and they get to get a really intensive training using salvage ingredients and donations and the people that they're actually cooking for is a lot of like the Meals on Wheels program so it's a really great 360 food system um, so the Private Chef Network uh, privatechefnet.com if you need a private chef is <laughs> <All right. laughs> got to put the plug in absolutely um, is we're, we're basically here to serve the chefs the clients and the community it's as a really different approach to just being an agency yeah um, and then Myself, personally, I toured with Adele for the first part of this year. I've come back to do some work with the wing shop now. And then later on this afternoon, we're off to, the, to Beyonce's formation show here in L.A. because I spent so long on that tour. Uh, everybody wants their wings. So we're doing wings for 400 people tonight. Wow. And then I'm back out on tour with Beyonce for the European League of their formation tour. What what is it like when you go on tour with them? Are, are you just following them around, or you, you wait for them to come back to you to uh, serve them? It's it's a really it's a hectic but amazing schedule. I mean, you're just in different cities all the time with foreign ingredients, and it, I, it's basically a dream as far as the chef's concerned. Being given a, given a carte blanche as far as what I cook. Oh, okay, um, and that's what I was going to ask. Is it more you know requests coming to you, you getting to be super creative and saying this is what you're getting today? A combination of both. Combination of both, uh-huh. without diving too far <laughs> yeah. into it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are there certain uh, performers that have certain tastes that you know this is they need this for sure? So you bring stuff with you. Or you got to find everything in each city as you yeah. get there. So there's definitely. Um, I mean, not with Beyonce and Jay Z, um, not so much. But with another couple of artists that I've worked with, definitely the d- the demands have been a lot higher. And it, there's been times where I've been racing around cities in third world countries looking for something that I know I'm never going to find. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay, very cool. And, you know, like a, a day shopping in Korea with a translator, picking things off shelves. And, and, I mean, one of the f- most fun places to shop, but also terrifying when you're cooking for somebody else who's paying you, yeah. is trying to establish exactly what's in the can in a supermarket in Korea. <laughs> yes. I thought it was chickpeas or gabanzo beans, and it was fish eyes. So, you know, like... Oh, you're you're yeah. basically on a, a combination of the amazing race... You know, Hell's Kitchen, chopped, chopped yeah, <laughs> chopped, like all of it in one when you yeah. go on tour. That's pretty I, cool. Well, but I buy my own mixed basket and then <laughs> have to figure out what I actually <laughs> yeah. just bought. But at the end of the day, you know, this—that's kind of how how Loved Baked Wings came about. Yeah. So you know, it's but, kind of going with the flow, but also just being flexible with exactly whatever it is that's going on around you. Like on tour, we wanted to come up with this concept of healthier fast food, and it just so turned out that oven baking wings is just better. Yeah, and I don't know if this was mentioned before, but there are no microwaves, no freezers, mm-hmm. and no fryers in mm-hmm. this establishment. Yeah, so we have three fresh chicken deliveries per week. 
uh, every second day that is, except for Sundays. And yeah, nothing's ever been frozen, nothing will ever be fried, and there will never be a microwave near the place. And it is worth to say that uh, it is a little bit of a wait for your order, but that's just because everything's made Yeah, fresh. I mean, the average ticket time is about eight minutes. Everything yeah. takes about seven minutes in the oven and about a minute to process, and sometimes we get busier, so you may wait 15 minutes, but that's just... Worth what, the wait, though. Absolutely worth the wait, yeah. yeah. So if you, you know, if you want your deep-fried kick and you want four-minute food... Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Go just, elsewhere. We'll just, just give us another three minutes. <laughs> right. yeah. um, we have our own app, which you can download onto your iPhone oh, or nice. Android. Yeah, just type in Love Baked Wings. And actually, you get 20% off your first order. So if you're having a party or something and you're like, hey, let's give this a try, you get 20% off your first order. And then whenever you want to eat our food after that, it's just as, ma- it's as easy as a couple of buttons on your phone. I love it. And worth mentioning also uh, is that it is, it is really beautiful when you're eating it uh, in the restaurant and, mm-hmm. you know, you guys plate it and, I mean, you can just really see, like, the vibrant colors on all the different, you know, sauces. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, it's really beautiful. And then, you, you know, mesh it with the, the pickled cucumbers and the carrots and the, and the potato wedges. It's, if you're, you know, a fan of posting your pictures online, it is uh, <laughs> yes. definitely a real beaut. So, do post about it. Do Yelp us. <laughs> we love it. And also, you know, if you if you bring in an Instagram, Yelp, or Facebook style, even a Twitter post about with you and reference to us on it, we'll give you a free drumstick. Any day of the week, no questions asked. Just come and show us that you've done that and uh, try out a free drumstick. Yeah, and that drumstick, again, is, you know, very yeah. filling, uh, worth, you know, your... Worth the time that it's going to take to post something. So. Yeah, but I guarantee you, after you have that, you're going to want other things as well, though. <laughs> if, if, you, if you can just have that one and leave, then wow. Yeah. That's an amazing amount of self-control. But, uh, yeah, uh, anything else that we should be mentioning? No, I mean, I think, you know, just the fact that some of your sauces are known as crack sauces. Some of mm-hmm. the yeah. rubs are known as crack rubs. Like, it's fair to say that if you do make your way to Love Bake Wings, you just might become an addict. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> But to uh, the good things in life. Right. And, and any uh, future plans or anything? Where would you like to see this, this, this go? Well, wh- I mean, one of the reasons behind it was it, it wasn't like a revolt against the fast food industry, but we want to help change the industry. There's some other great chefs in L.A. that are doing really, really great things as far as slightly reshaping the common restaurant model. And I just want to be part of that movement because it's chef-driven fast food. It's conscious fast food. It's much healthier fast food. And it's just letting people know that, like, there are these options available and as the more restaurants that do it the more restaurants are going to do it and that's just better for everybody you know healthier happier eating for all all right very good i think that's a very very positive message and everything that i'm getting off of you is is just oozing positivity in every every way shape or form i try it's it's, it's very nice the the way that you care about the customers you care about the environment everything and it's just it's all it's very refreshing good well i'm pleased you guys enjoyed yourself pleased you enjoyed the food absolutely Absolutely. My sister's going to go nuts. Uh, she, she's a huge wing, like, fiend. All Anytime right. she can get wings. So oh, good. Well, come try a baked wing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. She, it's going to blow her mind. I'm excited. Plus, I'll be bragging a lot. Like, hey, mm-hmm. I had all these wings. Pretty awesome. So, <laughs> so she'll be back for sure. She'll be down here for sure. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much for joining us. I uh, appreciate it. Thank you for having me again in my own restaurant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look out standing ovation in the back. Look out for the big heart with wings as you drive down Melrose and our big blue awning. Um, yeah. Come by, stay high. It'll be either myself or Dane, Dane Drewis, who's actually a fantastic musician as well. So don't forget oh. to look up Dane Drewis on iTunes or Spotify or <laughs> those things, Instagram, Tinder. Facebook, <laughs> Tinder. <laughs> uh, and then we didn't mention the hours, but do you want to uh, give a plug for when actually you know people can come by? And- okay, so we're always open at 11 a.m. every day. Um, we have 
found in the weekend. Sometimes people are waiting for their wings pre-11 o'clock, which is fantastic oh, to wow. know. Uh, and then during the week at the moment, we're open till 10, uh, 10 a.m. Uh, sorry, 10 p.m. And then in the weekends at the moment till 12 p.m., 12 a.m. now. And <laughs> you are on a, some I'm, different I'm, clock. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, in New Zealand, it's different. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we are expanding our hours. Keep an eye on Instagram, Love Baked Wings, for our hour changes, which will happen in the next couple of weeks for our late night takeout window. And potentially maple baked Oh, and maple d- yeah. So Instagram, at Love Baked Wings, for all of the fun, brunchy <laughs> options, including maple bacon wings. Uh, we'll be coming back if there's anybody listening that tried them and has yelled at us for not serving them every day. They are coming. <laughs> and that's, I, I assume, where people can find your flavor of the month as well. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Exactly. So, so the Twitter and Instagram is, is both Love Bake Wings. At uh, Love Bake Wings. Uh, uh, Facebook slash Love Bake Wings and lovebakewings.com. Yeah. Uh, e- emails, info at lovebakewings.com. Everything at lovebakewings. <laughs> everything is everything. Yeah. It's fantastic. If you, yeah. Nice and simple. All right. Well, again, thanks for letting us come and uh, be hang out with you. Well, uh, hopefully we'll come back and hopefully next time. Absolutely. Um, yeah, well, you'll be able to try the new flavor of the month. Yes. Which will be for, we're in May, and what's May's? Flavor of the in, month. So in May we put buffalo on. Oh, May the, is the buffalo. May yes. is the buffalo because after eight months but of now not it's serving buffalo uh-huh. and taking all sorts of flack from customers, right. you can't be a wing shop and not serve buffalo. And I actually can because I just did for eight months quite successfully without any marketing or media. But you spoke and we listened, and now you can have your buffalo. And then come uh, June. June, you will see the new flavor. Ooh. Yeah. All right, stay tuned. All, all right, right, guys. Yeah. So check out the, uh, the the Facebook, Instagram, and uh, Twitters for for the updates and everything. And we'll have the links on our website as well to, uh, to click through. And uh, as long as all the pictures of the food we ate and everything around here, very cool. All right. Well, until next time, I'm Adam. Katie. Mike. Shan. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Mike. Thanks. Thank you.